98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Um, I guess we're kind of on a weather watch, a very cold rain. What a difference from yesterday, like 70 degrees. And now we're looking at cold rain and then maybe some snow as the day continues. So we'll keep you up to date on that. It's time now for Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Do you see this? There's a BMX track, which BMX is like a bicycle race thing where you can, uh, and I saw it on television. Like, it looks like there's hill, you know, like you've seen dirt tracks. This one's indoors. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, I think. And, um, but I, my question is, like, I don't know anything about bicycle racing. Is this open to the public? Is it, like, could I bring my kid there for all the parents out there? Is this another thing we can do? You know, we got the uh, Discovery Science Lab uh, gathering place. Would this be another thing we could do? Could we do BMX? We have an expert with us. So is that possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have the best clinic. Um, usually every Wednesday, we have been running them, um, depending on whether on Tuesdays. Um, we have an amazing couple at our track, Aaron and Jeff Jones, and they run a clinic each week called Two Sweet Clinic. Um, Aaron Jones is actually a factory rider for S Squared Bicycles. And we are so blessed and proud to have her and her husband come out each week and they go over gate training, corner training, um, you know, side by side training. See, I don't even they know what amazing. she's talking about. Like that like we need to just be like basic here. <laughs> They're racing, can, yeah. Can a kid just sign up and go out there yeah. that doesn't know anything about Absolutely. bicycles? Absolutely. We have loaner bikes, we have helmets, um, and our Snack Shack, our sign-up shack, uh, whatever you want to call it. We have Annette Nelson and usually Emily Malang in there. And if you wanted to show up, those girls would definitely get you going. Definitely. And you do would, they... All you need to show up with is a long sleeve shirt and long pants. So we don't even need a bike. You can bring your kids by there. And uh, the best advice I have is just Google BMX and near you and all that. I don't have to explain that, do I? It's great advice. Thank you, Dana. Shut up. Did, did you see that if you work for Facebook, now they're known as Meta? The metaverse. If you work for Mark Zuckerberg now, you are known as a, I think he issued a memo that said you're now known as MetaMates. <laughs> uh, is this guy getting too wacky? Is He's Facebook about to go the way of MySpace in that they're, they're getting, they're doing too much now? What is it about money that makes people crazy? Like, that's a weird thing to call your employees. Mates? MetaMates. I know. I know the alliteration. I get it. But the guy's worth how many billions of dollars? I mean, he was a genius, no doubt about it. But, like, it's like they are going crazy. Yeah, but if that guy, if we worked for him and he came in right now and said, hey, Ty, Daniel, you know, you guys going to be called metamates from now on. I'd be like, I got to get out of here, dog. I quit. But what if he's paying you, like, a handsome salary? It better be very handsome. It better look like Fabio. I could put up with metamates. For the right price. There's no ah, question Kids about are going to see that, though. Then your kids are going to get on that Ancestry.com and like, oh, my great-granddad, Tiger Rogers. Wait, he was a metamate. I'm ashamed. My favorite thing about Facebook is when people pretend they're going to get off of it. You know, like, I've had enough. This is cluttering my life. And then what always happens? They come right back. You know what I'm saying? Or what's that other thing they do where they say... Um, hey, I'm back. I really enjoyed my time not on Facebook. And then I'm like, well, why'd you come back? Yeah. It's like they're looking for And the departure letter is even better to me. It's not the I'm back letter. (laughs) It's the one where it's like, I'm out. If you want to contact me, you have my cell phone. And then they're back a week later. You know, it's hard to get off. Like, would you delete your Facebook right now, Daniel? 
There's if if I didn't do this job, I would probably consider getting rid of it. I but, would keep Messenger, but I would probably. But that's still on Facebook if you got the Messenger for Facebook. Like, is it too much of a, a part of your life now where you wouldn't be able to get in contact with people or keep up with them when they have a new baby? And, like, it's become like the fabric of our lives in a lot. I do a lot of complaining about Facebook, but that is one of my first stops in the morning yeah. is right when I wake up. I you check go to Facebook.com. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, you know where we're going in just a few minutes here, Daniel. Coming up, we've got um, tickets to see Eric Church. How about that? Right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Time now for Eric Church tickets, Daniel. And I thought I'd turn the tables on you today. Normally, we take calls. And uh, here's exactly what happens. We take calls. Daniel gives you his dumb little quiz. And then he gets mad if you don't get the answers right. So I thought, well, I'm going to submit the quiz to Daniel this morning. And if, Daniel, you get three out of these five questions right... Then we will give the tickets away. So you're kind of playing for everybody this yeah, morning. Yeah, my problem is I get frustrated. I forget that people, it's nerve-wracking to call, and you're on the radio, and you're already nervous, and you're put on the spot. So now I will see, if, you know, how I do. And now you're backtracking because you got this you got this bravado other days, but now that you're put on the spot, you're like, oh, you know, I need to learn a oh, lesson. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So the deal is, if Daniel, if you get three out of five, go ahead and send us a message on Facebook, Tyg and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, say, I want those Eric Church tickets. Just say that. Tyg and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook. I want those Eric Church tickets. Or 98 by the Bulwark. So long as Daniel gets three questions right out of five right now. Ready? Can, we tell, can you tell me the topic? This is a... A smorgasbord. Oh. Not exactly like all American history. Trivia potpourri. Things that have happened. Got it. Throughout history. Okay. I can't wait for you to blow this. During this era, it kind of started with uh, women being mad at their drunk husbands. They didn't like them coming home and carrying on. And this, uh, in a way, led to a period in America where alcohol was completely illegal. What era was that known as? I love going to speakeasies, Tig, and, and it was the... Prohibition era. They used to have to hide a bar. It didn't really work because all that meant was people just drank, you know, illegally. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where bootlegging got started. They said NASCAR got started because of that. Because people were, like, driving fast, carrying alcohol to different states and stuff. And they were souping up their cars. Weird to think about that there was a time where it was illegal to drink in this country. Yeah, you could not. Well, you could, but you would have been an outlaw. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. This 40-year-old artist was entering his luxury Manhattan apartment building when a guy named Mark David Chapman shot him four times at close range, bleeding profusely. He was rushed to the hospital but died en route. This happened in New York City. That would be John Lennon yep. of the Beatles. I read about that, man. It's such a sad story that he was so famous that when the cops picked him up, they didn't even wait for an ambulance. They put him in the back of a cop car. And the cop turns around and is like, you're John Lennon, right? And the guy's like dying. You know, it's the last thing he ever heard. Oh, that's a fun story, Ty. Yeah, you're welcome. You're a depressing guy. I got another one. Ew, this is kind of a downer. This disaster was caused by the failure of two redundant O-ring seals and a joint in the space shuttle's right solid boosters. Uh, probably one of my very first memories, that would be the Challenger explosion. Yeah. My dad picked me up from my school that day, and he said, well, the space shuttle exploded, and I didn't understand. I thought he meant like an alien thing. You know, one of those things you think when you're a kid. Uh, let's see. He said, ask not what you can do for country, your country. Ask what your country would do for you. That's JFK. Wait, wait, what? what? Ask not Kennedy. what you can do for your country. Ask what you can do. Very confusing. 
<laughs> I just blew that one. Eloquent speaker, Ty. Thank you. <laughs> I cannot believe Good I just grief. Blew that. One. Yeah, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. This Major League Baseball team was recently known by another name, but now is known as the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, that'd be the Cleveland Indians? Dude, you did really good. Is that, is that is that all right? All five right? I think you did. Oh, no. You know what this means. I'm not going to propose to you. You have to propose to me. That's what I do if the contestant gets all of them right. All right. I'll do it. All right. All right. Here we go. Because we do have a rule in the show. If everybody, if somebody gets all the questions right, we have to propose. And uh, Daniel, will you marry? What's that? Will you marry? Tiger, it would be my great honor to take your hand in marriage. Do I get half your stuff and then divorce you tonight? <laughs> tonight? <laughs> yeah. All right, look, uh, so we have now conquered the contest. That means Eric Church tickets are free. When you send us a message, somebody's going to win. Tiger Daniel, to say, I want those Eric Church tickets. Tiger Daniel on Facebook. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. And also, uh, 98.5 The Bull. You can send a message anywhere you want. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull, not that far away, man. We got Jason Aldean tickets. He's coming to... Okay. We have to interrupt here. We got some breaking news. Uh, Ty, as I see on my phone, how we've just uh, received an email from a guy named Richard upstairs. Uh, in the email, it says, is this your container in a plastic bag in the break room refrigerator? Please remove it. If it's still there this afternoon, I'll remove it for you. Whoa. Uh, underneath the <laughs> text of the email, there is a picture of a container in a plastic bag. Looks like it's filled with some type of leftovers. Uh, Richard, not happy about this, says it will be removed this afternoon if not removed already. In his defense, there is a sign in our break room that says your mom doesn't work here. You ever seen that? <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't like those little passive-aggressive notes that people put around <laughs> it refrigerators. Say Just say, hey, please don't leave leftovers. Like, I don't need the, you know, the snarky, like, your mom doesn't live here or whatever. Wait, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, there'll be a note in the break room that says, uh, your mom doesn't work here, so clean up after yourself. But also, this guy sends this email. Why does he feel like, like he's got to be all Clint Eastwood about it? I like it, like, man. I like that guy. It if it's still there this afternoon, hey, man, it I'll is remove a- it for you. Why does he, uh, you know, what is he, like the Terminator? I'm 100% Team Richard, man, because... You ever, like, you ever open the fridge and it smells terrible and you can't tell what of the 10 items in there is doing it? He's doing, <laughs> he's doing the right thing. I know, but you don't have to be such a, like, a badass about it. Don't be like, I'll remove it for you. Why don't you just say, hey, please remove your container and if it's not removed, I'm going to have to throw it away. Be humble. Now I'm curious, whose food is it? Like, could it be like Travis Myers' lunch? Yeah, I'd love to see him go up there and throw Travis Myers' lunch away. <laughs> 100% chance of a... You know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull moments away from Jason Aldean tickets. Good morning. All right, looking for caller 9-918-879-9898 for Jason Aldean tickets. Daniel, what are we going to play today? I thought we'd do something called Dealer's Choice. I've got uh, three different quizzes here, and I will let whoever uh, calls or wins, they'll choose between a movie couples quiz, embarrassing chapters in U.S. history, or Harry Potter quiz. Oh, dealer's, look at, dealer's choice. You actually work today. You got three. No, no, not really. Like, because normally you do nothing at work, but, uh. Yo, caller nine. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Ryan. Ryan, good morning. Where are you calling from, brother? I am calling right now from Wagner, Oklahoma. Where do you live? 
I live in Muskogee. Ryan from Muskogee, Daniel. So uh, go ahead and... Well, Ryan, what's the... Uh, first of all, what's the weather like out there? Are you having any trouble getting around? <laughs> uh, it's cold, but it's quit raining. The sun's kind of showing a little bit. The sun is out in Wagner? Yeah, just a little bit. It's cloudy, but you can see the sun through it. All right, Ryan, this is a dealer's choice quiz. Uh, you get to choose between movie couples, embarrassing chapters in U.S. history, or Harry Potter. Which quiz would you like? Oh, jeez. Uh, man, my kids would kill me if I... Uh, was it Harry Potter, embarrassing couples? Uh, movie, or, I mean, embarrassing... Uh, Ryan, movie couples... <laughs> Embarrassing <laughs> chapters in U.S. history or Harry Potter? Let's do the history thing, Ryan. Let's, 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 let's let Ryan yeah, let's, do, let's go history. Let's right. go history. This is embarrassing chapters in U.S. history. These are people, places, and things in American history that maybe we'd uh, probably rather forget. Up first, the CIA-sponsored Bay of Pigs invasion fails in this country. Oh, geez. Um, is, that, is that France? No, this uh, was I'm the, not for sure. the Bay of Pigs happened uh, in uh, Cuba. Cuba, oh, God. Why, why didn't you let me answer? I knew that one. Well, you didn't say anything. <laughs> All right. The U.S. goes to war with this country over WMDs, which were never found. Oh, my goodness. Um... And Ty can help talk you through this. If you, Ryan, do you know what WMD stands for? I sure don't. Weapons of mass destruction. Okay. This how, how, how old are you, Ryan? I am actually uh, 43. So we're so almost the exact same age. This happened when you were so, uh, that, in your your 20s. The U.S. invaded a country, and yeah, is that going to be uh, Saudi Arabia? Or, we didn't invade. Uh, it's going to be Iraq. No, well, right? I mean, not Saudi Arabia. It's going to be Iraq. Come here. Iraq, yes. yes. Congress and the American public developed an obsession with Bill Clinton's sex life, particularly after his affair with this intern. Monica Lewinsky. That one he knows. He knew that one right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. In response to French opposition to the invasion of Iraq in 2003, Congress renames the French fries served in its cafeteria to this. Oh, jeez. Man. I don't know that one. Um, Anything French was bad, like suddenly. Uh, yeah. It was freedom fries, right? That is correct. And finally, in night from 19, or excuse me, from 1692 to 1693, 20 people are executed for witchcraft in this Massachusetts town. Salem. There you go. Salem is correct. That's enough. That's enough for you to go. Uh, why on earth would you choose the history quiz? Uh, my partner sounded confident. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't hear your partner chiming in helping. Just left you flailing out there no, trying I to figure tried. out this. Oh, oh, is he your partner? I yeah. thought somebody's in the car with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, look at that. He's got Jason Aldean tickets. It's going to be a fun time. And uh, you need to read a book every now and then. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there we go. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're back in the morning, Friday morning, with more Jason Aldean tickets right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country.
98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen So I know a guy, I guess I know a guy that just got released from prison. Like he added me on Facebook. I don't know him personally, never met him, but he just got out of prison. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And it was fascinating in a way because he was, he was like, he got out of prison after four years and his first meal, what do you think that was? Like you're, you're free finally. And then this guy goes off and he can eat anything he wants suddenly. And what did he do? You know, Officer Chris from the uh, the jailhouse just up the road here said that for lunch, they get like a bologna sandwich and things like that. So if you had that every day for four years, then you get some kind of probably awful dinner. Mm-hmm. I imagine just about anything would be delicious. I might uh, I might go for a Golden Corral situation Golden so I can Corral. have a little bit of everything. So you're in prison like this particular guy, four well, years. So Well, let's give some background so people don't think he's like a terrible murderer or something. He no, was he's a, a financial guy. He said like, on HBO Max, there's a documentary called Generation Hustle, and it's, I guess, about younger people that swindle and hustle people. Not violent crimes. They hustle people. They, they, they convince you to give... Like, you'll give them money, and they say they're going to do one thing, and then they just pay for a car with it right. or whatever. Right, so I'm, I'm thinking after four years, yeah, I think I'll do a Golden Corral, a little, little bit of everything. Guess what he did? Golden Corral? McDonald's. Oh, that's a good one too, man. He got a Big Mac, and that's enough, but he also got the Chicken McNuggets too after prison. So I guess, like, let's just say you were in prison for four years. So, like, that's a long stint, but not terrible. It's not your life. But what would you do if you, you're listening and you were not in public for four years, what would you, the first place you would eat, what would that be? You've just gotten out of jail. They've picked you up. They say, well, what do you want to eat? Where would you eat after four years in prison? This 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. The guy could have gone to a steakhouse. But four years in prison, he's like, I'll go to McDonald's. All right, where are you going after four years in prison? Probably the same, to be honest. A Big Mac with that sauce. I bet you'd be craving that salt on those fries and things like that. I don't I don't think they have uh I don't think they take great care in preparing delicious foods in prison. No, they I think they do it because they have to keep you alive. And that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. So uh you're in prison for four years, you get out. Where do you go eat? The first place you eat. 918-879-9898. Cole Swindell, Lady Wilson on 98.5 The Bull. I'm fascinated with prison and that life. And some guy added me on Facebook and he's a prisoner. And then he just got out. And, And the first thing he did, the first thing that he ate was McDonald's. So you're in prison for, like, this guy spent four years in there, and you're probably spending four years going, God, I wish I could have a Big Mac. You know, you know, like, that would be torture, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so that's what he did. So we were, like, asking you guys, you're in prison for, like, let's say four years. First place you're going to eat, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning, Tyg and Daniel. Jimmy. Jimmy, so you're in prison four years. You get out. First place you're going to eat, where's that? I'd like to start by saying I'd like to thank Daniel for taking my idea. But what I've done was I hit a Carl's Jr. You hit a Carl's Jr.? That's not bad. Yeah. It was the only thing around, man. I was starving. Oh, wait. So this actually happened to you? Oh, yeah, buddy, man. I didn't do four. I've done 36 months. 
Oh, boy. Oh, 36 months. 36 months is still uh-huh. a long time to be away from, like, <laughs> I society. He, I, thought he, I thought he was going to say oh, yeah, 36 sir. years. But you said you would shank no. Daniel? Oh, I'd shank him, man. That's a good idea. Golden Crown. I had 34 months to think of it, and I, I didn't think of Golden Crown. Oh. Uh, yeah. Can you, can you enlighten? That's a good idea, man. Can you tell us what what you go for, or is that private? <laughs> I was uh, I was an entrepreneur. So you know, I like making money, man. You know, people come knock on my door, want a little something, I sell it to them. Come yeah. to find out, you know, it's kind of illegal. Oh, yeah, like a wheeler dealer kind of guy. Got an illegal yard sale. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Tell, tell us I'm how the dealing, not stealing. Tell us how the uh, food was in the slammer. Oh, it wasn't bad, man. You know, when you're hungry, you eat. So I've got like a million I mean, questions. Is prison as scary oh, as we hear? Like you, you hear that thing about, like if I go to prison, I'm supposed to beat the biggest guy up in there so nobody messes with me. Is that real or is that just? <laughs> it depends on where you go, I reckon. I mean, you know, it, it ain't too bad, you know. Oklahoma got some pretty decent facilities. I've been to a few of them, you know. Well, is it is it like, did you go to like tennis court prison where you had a phone line? No. and Or did you go to like a, a, a actual security prison? Yeah, I was in medium max, man. I was a trafficker. Uh huh. And were people were you scared to death, or did you get along with people? How was that? Oh, it's, you know, it's all about your attitude. If you're going with a good attitude, you're friendly. You know, you meet some like kind of people. You know, it's, it's pretty good guys in prison. You know, we all get caught just like being out here. You know, you just associate yourself with the right crowd. You know, you hang out with mean people, you're gonna get beat up. Did you have any money buried anywhere when you got out? No, man, I wasn't that lucky. It all went to the lawyer, you know. They, they you know, that them people were to be in jail. <laughs> did you, uh, did you like use cigarettes as currency no. in prison or anything like? Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes. I don't, I don't smoke, man. I don't smoke cigarettes. Don't drink alcohol, you know. So I had it made, man. I just bought cigarettes and traded them off, you know, until they cut cigarettes out. You don't smoke in prison no more, man. When you work in prison, do you get paid for it, and then you get that money at the end, or how does that work? Oh, yeah, you get gang pay, you know, but it's like when I was in in the 90s, it was like $9 a month, you know. But, you know, you got people on the outside put money on your books, you know, you can get some little Debbie stuff like that. You can trade them <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> get some little Debbies and stuff. Oh, man, that's this is like totally because, Daniel, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm convinced that one day I'll go to prison. Why do you think that? Well, remember when I, I did your taxes and I kind of eh, took some liberties with them? And, yeah. You think that's going to come back to get you? Uh, I don't know, but, like, I, I want to know how to operate in prison. But he's saying that it wasn't that bad. Oh, it, it is what it is, you know. you got to make the best of every situation, you know. But did you miss the, lady, uh, like, company of ladies? Oh, Lord, yeah. That was one of the first <laughs> places I went when I got home, my friend. <laughs> Got <laughs> great question, Ty. Did you miss the ladies? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, like, I mean, you would probably want... place. You know, you hit Carl's Jr. first, and then you find the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> right. Get your tummy fill of Carl's Jr. and then go lay down on a lady. That sounds like a great day. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what better day would there be? I don't know. Listen, he made up a, a great point. He said. Uh, Sometimes people put money on your books. Ty, if I get thrown in the slammer, are you going to keep money on my books? Buddy, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Like a little bit of money, or are you going to? No, you know, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, like you'd be king of the prison. Oh, cool. Yeah, no question about it. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, Andrew. Andrew, you just gotten out of jail after four years. Where are you going to go eat first? Uh, rib crib. Rib crib. Rib crib. Yeah. A little, little BBQ. Yeah, yeah. Have you been uh, locked up before? Yeah, so I actually did four years, and uh, 
when I got out 2017, I went to Rib Crib with uh, with my mom. What'd you get? Uh, I got I got ribs and brisket, and I got I remember I got beans. I, I spent my 21st birthday in prison, so I ended up getting a, a Budweiser. Too, I think. Oh, but why? Oh, you couldn't ribs, even drink beans? before you went in there. Look at that. And then he spent four years, the next four years on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, uh, uh, are you doing all right now? You flying straight? Everything's good? Yeah. Yeah. No, everything's great, man. I live a life in recovery today, so I don't. Hey, look at that. I don't drink. I don't do anything today. All right, that's good. So you got you had that Budweiser, and that was it, huh? Yeah, I mean, it took a couple more to realize I couldn't drink, but yeah. Oh, well, good. Well, I appreciate the call, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. Yes, sir. See you now. I like these stories where these people they have like challenges, and then this guy like is in recovery. That that takes a lot of strength, I think. Oh gosh, yes. Hey, it's Sagan Daniel. Who's this? Hey, my name's Jerry Wayne. Jerry Wayne, you've, you've and, uh, j- just gotten out of jail after four years. Where's the first place you're going to eat? Well, I'll tell you the truth. It's a true story. I did 13 and a half years, and uh, when they let me out down there in Texarkana at the federal place, they took me to the bus station. And uh, anyway, it was kind of late at night, and uh, I looked around. The only thing I saw was an IHOP. Mm. So went over to the IHOP and had the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. There you go. Not bad. When when yeah. you're when you're locked up for 13 years and then suddenly you realize you can walk to IHOP, is that like uncomfortable? Do you feel like I can't do this because you've been so guarded for so long? Right. Exactly. You, you, uh, you know, you kind of look around like trying to make your moves and, and, uh, you feel like you should be escorted or something. It's kind of weird. And, uh, it takes a while to get acclimated back really. I would imagine because, and I know this is a fake movie, but I think a lot of us associate prison with that Shawshank Redemption. And remember how, like, people were having trouble when they they almost rather go back to prison because they felt more comfortable there. Right, right. You, you know, and there's some people that do get institutionalized like that. But uh, uh, I myself, I, I guess it's about a week. It felt a little funny when I'd wake up or something. And, uh, you know, like, it's a chow call or it's yard time or something like that but uh some people do get institutionalized i've seen it where there's been guys that were kind of the shock callers there in prison and anyway uh they get out they might be out for six months or maybe a year and you'd see them come back and the deal was in prison like you see on shawshank uh, there's somebody in there but once they're out they're just convicts uh, Could you imagine, Tig, you're standing there before the court and they issue that sentence for 13 years? I mean, did your heart sink? Did you almost pass out? What did you do? You just, I guess, took it. I guess you can't You can't start to cry because then if they see you in there crying, then you're going to get your tail beat, right? Right, right. Well, actually, what I got was a 25-year sentence, and I did 13 and a half on that. When you heard and, the uh, judge say um, 25 years, did did like how did that feel? Well, I wanted to cry. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, I mean, your life's you know, over. You just in a fuck sense. it up. It, hey, if you do the crime, you got to do the time, and uh, just be stand up and take it. You know, like a man. And my God, that's about all you can do. You know, uh, there's a lot of times at night you're thinking about that 25 years and things like that. But uh, hey, life goes on. You got to do it. Do they the let crime, you do the time? Do they let you out of prison? Like, let's say uh, this might not be your situation, but let's say your mom dies. Do you get like two days off to go to a funeral? Or you just don't get to see that. 
Well, that kind of depends on your security level. There are times that uh, uh, they'll escort you to the funeral, and uh, I know some guys that did that. You know, you uh, you had to pay them. You had to pay the uh, the U.S. Marshals, or you had to pay the deputies, or the prison uh, reinstate you know, reimburse them. Yeah, for the time, but yeah, they take you to funeral sometimes. Depends on your security level. You got out after 13 years. What invented or what invention that came out while you're in prison surprised you the most? Mm, I don't really know. I guess uh, cell phones. You know, having the uh, the internet on your cell phone and things like that. Because when I went in, the big deal was the flip phone. And so then, uh, you know, get out and heck, you got the computer right there on the phone. Yeah, that would be a big change. Yeah, all he could play was Snake yeah. on his flip phone. You know, that Snake game <laughs> right. he's been there. And then he gets out, you can watch movies, television. Yeah, anything he wants. Yeah, anything you want. That's yeah. fascinating. Well, we hope you're doing all right, and uh, thanks for calling in, man. Hey, thanks a lot. You guys play great music. I appreciate it, and man. And you enjoy the show. Our part, too. And you Thank love you. the morning show. And you like us. And you like the morning show. Nope, yeah. Maybe not. You hung up. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. What do you got, Danny? You want to challenge me to a, a quiz? Huh? Well, well, we can all uh, play along. Our contestant earlier named Ryan, he was taking the embarrassing chapters in U.S. history quiz, and uh, Ryan didn't know a whole bunch of them, but I thought, Tig, I bet you would know a lot more of these than Ryan did. So I'm going to finish up the quiz. i got a few more of these questions for you and see how many of these, you know, these are kind of missteps in U.S. history, things that we're not necessarily proud about here in the country. Uh, First up, photos of detainee abuse at this prison are released in 2006. Photos of detainee Uh, abuse at this prison are released in 2006. You might remember they were standing up on a box. and they Is it Iraq, uh, Abu Ghraib or something like that? Abu Ghraib. Yeah. Did I get that one right? I'll give you that one. At the height of the Red Scare, this senator leads sensationalist attacks against alleged communists. This was a big deal because, like, this person, like, kept people from acting in Hollywood, saying they were communists. Turns out they weren't, but uh, Joe McCarthy. Joseph McCarthy. Didn't he even accuse uh, Lucille Ball and Yeah, like, Lucy Ball was supposedly, like, I don't know what was going on, but yeah, they were in trouble too. In 1857, this slave sues for his freedom, but is told by the Supreme Court that he cannot be a U.S. citizen due to his race and status as property. Uh, that's a that's a, a famous case, right? Very famous. That was um, God. Dred Scott. Dred Scott is correct. Look at the big brain on Tig. Yeah. After appearing to win the Tour de France multiple times, this man is found guilty of cheating. Yeah, he cheated in that bicycle race. I was like, what an idiot. Um, Used to be married to Cheryl Crow. Lance Armstrong. That is correct. After an intervention by the federal government, followers of cult leader David Koresh burned to death near this city in Texas. Do you remember that um, 
There was a time in this country and all over the world where you only got the news like at 5 o'clock or 5.30 whenever Tom Brokaw came on. But then these cable news started, and you could just watch things happen live. And that was one of them. And that was uh, David Koresh and the Branch Davidians in Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas is correct. Up next, over 58,000 Americans die in this war, which was ultimately ended in failure. Well, the French had gone in there before, and they didn't they didn't do well either. And then we got involved in it. It was Vietnam War. Vietnam War. Yeah. That is a correct. And finally, let me see. I'm trying to find one that might stump you. All right. All right. Here's one. Nearly 300 Lakota Indians are victims of this massacre in 1890. Um, can you give me any hints? Uh, I'll give you a, the last word is knee. That would be the wounded knee massacre, I would guess. Here you go. Look at yeah. you go. All right. I don't know anything else. A lot, like of people, uh, a lot of people love history trivia around here. I've never been to a place that people loved history trivia so much. Yeah, people in Oklahoma are, like, pretty interested in learning, it turns out. I, I love it when we do these quizzes where I don't know, like, I don't, like, or at least it reminds me of, like, hey, maybe I do know that. Kind of get your to, brain motivated, like, exercise for your brain. We're trying to get everybody ready for the remote possibility they appear on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're training you guys to be on Jeopardy. Can we do what we did years ago and try to create a trivia dream team and then go on go to a trivia night around here i think when you go to a us, bar and there's like a guy yeah. and he asks questions and then your team tries to win the game we got to go upstairs get one of the anchors on news on six that's been doing it forever because they're going to know all the current events because they covered them right i would think so like the, people on news must know what's happening because they've been reporting on it good idea then we need like a music person and then a foodie person for, and i think we could cover all the uh we could make the trivia dream team and we could win free tater tots. Can we bring Barry from Snow's Furniture? Uh, yes, in case there are questions about furniture. Could be. You know, he's he's probably smart at logistics. You know what this guy did? He uh, he predicted during the pandemic that shipping might get all messed up. And so he ordered, like, more furniture than he would normally. And so they're stocked up at Snow's Furniture right now. And so you don't have to wait for some cargo ship to bring you your stuff. Snow's Furniture, locally owned. And the couch you see at Snow's Furniture is the one you get to take home. It's not like one of these things where, like, hey, man, great news, and we're going to mail that to you later. And you had this situation, Dan. You bought something on the Internet before you even moved here. You didn't even know it snows furniture, so it's not your fault. But it gets there. Not only did it take, like, three months, it was destroyed. It was broken by the time it finally came in, and so I had to basically sit in, a like, a lawn chair in my living room for months. Two months, for real. You know how awful that is? Well, you're lonely and single and a. And all you get when you get home is a lawn chair. Yeah, that's a rough existence. Yeah, you don't want somebody you know, coming over to your apartment and you're sitting there in patio furniture. You're a grown man. Yeah, does do ladies like it when you have a lawn chair as your furniture? No. Oh. They hate it. because so it's they, good you for only, your relationship. If you have somebody come over, you only have one chair, so you just have to take turns sitting in the chair. <laughs> and it's a lawn chair. Right. Don't do that. Snow's furniture can, can get you hooked up. And also. Barry saved my love life. Did he? Yeah. He could save yours, too. And you're on a roll now, huh? Oh, yeah. Snow's Furniture, locally owned. They'll get you financed 12 months, 0% interest, 
They guarantee the lowest prices at Snow's Furniture online and on Facebook.